children at barbecue. Which I'm sure is like a total bullcrap, you know, live a headline, but then they like find some reason to like spin it so that the headline was vaguely true. <laughs> he he ate by children we mean veal because you know it's baby cows. Yeah. Or so it still counts, still valid because it because it was yeah. whatever. Clickbait headlines still not technically a lie. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the only thing I have, well, okay, so I don't really have any game news. Oh, except, uh, did you see that Bayonetta is out on Steam now? Oh, it is? Yeah. And it's apparently a very good port. So. I think I still, I have a copy of it that I never played. Well, now you can have two copies of it that you never play. Yay! <laughs> so, there you go. Put it on your list. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the only other news I can think of game-related is, uh, well, no, I don't have anything game related. I couldn't. I couldn't think of anything. Like I'm sure there's stuff that's happening right now, but like, well, like Blizzard released their new their new expansion, but uh, for for Hearthstone. But I, you don't care about that because you don't play those types of games. Yeah, I hate collectible card games. <laughs> I also hate them. As I point at my like five thousand magic cards over here, like <laughs> filling a bookshelf. Yes, you're. Formerly tubs and tubs of magic cards, now shelves and shelves of magic cards. Yes, they're organized into nice little folders now. And I, did you actually like get rid of any at one point, or do you? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Right. I do have. Do I you actually this... hold on? Do you actually play the game though? I haven't played it in a long time. I played a little bit with Robbie. We we I picked it back up, uh, like a couple years ago. Uh huh. Um, and we played it for a little while, but he hated playing with me so much and we got into fights and I thought it would ruin our relationship. So we stopped doing it. But then I, I don't really have anybody to play with anymore. So yeah, I could see collectible card games ruining somebody's relationship. (laughs) Both from just like, I'm hoarding a whole bunch of stuff and also like, I'm, you know, let's let's play this thing that is only the two of us, and also we're being very competitive, and also you don't know how to play this, but I do, <laughs> so I could just be making up rules, <laughs> and uh, yeah, sure, yeah, um, it just seems like a bad recipe <laughs> all around. Yeah, but if we're gonna talk about holding things, my collection is way more compact than his collection of Transformers. Yeah, so I totally win on that. Also, I'm not still buying new ones, and he is. Like, he just got one, like, two days ago. Now, what do you mean by new ones? Like, they... they... Like, new to him, or just... No, new! Like, they're still manufacturing Transformers, and they have, like... See those boxes up there? That's, like, from the latest run. There's the Titans Return run, which is out right now, and they're all kind of like these Headmaster guys. Uh Uh-huh. So the heads of... All of the Transformers, like the Optimus Prime or whatever, Uh is a little robot. So when it transforms into its, like, vehicle mode, the little robot comes out and it can ride in the big robot. Oh, that's kind of gross when you think about it. (laughs) And it's weird, too, because it's like, I mean, like, if you look on the boxes and stuff, the, uh, the Transformers all have stats. There's, like... This stat system that's existed. Do you remember? Remember when you, the original Transformers? Yes. There was that weird like thing that you had to put the red on to see the the bar, uh-huh. like the the bar graph or whatever. That was their stats, and like you had to put the 
the red thing on to see what their stats were. Yeah. And it's like, oh, Bumblebee's got really high courage, but but low like firepower. Yeah. Or, or like low strength but high speed or something like that. Yeah, but they don't really even use those words. They they have right. like they have like firepower or, or I don't even think it's firepower, but something like that. Yeah. And uh yeah, courage is like one of the stats. Yeah, I just remember like I looked at Optimus Primes and his was like all the way up on everything. And it's yeah. like, oh of course it is. Right. Uh uh and uh oh like i think intellect is one of them yeah see like like perceptor has like maximum intelligence but he's got low low lots of other stuff yeah you know so they yes they have like kind of the rpg-ish stats and uh so these guys are like accessories or something because they they have stats for the 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 transformer and then there's like this little thing that shows the stats that the the headmaster guy like adds to it like so, he gives a little like he gives a buff yeah he gives like a buff and so so kind of like the idea is like the the headmaster guys can switch so this head like optimus's head can go to blur and blur can go the other one so like the guy that buffs blur because he's like the really fast one gives him a big speed boost uh-huh. so it's like you you give optimus prime blur's head so now he's like faster or something uh uh-huh. that's ridiculous it's crazy because it's like you could like literally make those into like a tabletop rpg if you Uh wanted to do stuff like that but nobody's going to (laughs) well the licensing would just be awful right (laughs) that's crazy well okay so speaking of like bananas transformers things right have you seen the trailer for the new movie yes because what the hell is going on with transformers like i watched that today and and i just thought to myself like I felt I feel like there's there's two reactions that I have to this. I feel like I kind of fell asleep for like 30 years and woke up in a world where like like there there have been Transformers movies like just happening and now they've like like created some like weird like really weird whimsical like lore just like solely contained in the Michael Bay Transformers and and so, like, my brain is the, thinks, is like... The, is the weird whimsical lore the fact that Shia LaBeouf can get a hot girl to be attracted to him? Well, he's not even in those movies anymore, okay. right? Like, this is just the whole, like, how how does any... Like, why is the King Arthur in this? And why is that part of the story? And also, like, <laughs> me, like Optimus is a bad guy now for some reason, and they're on the moon. And is that... What is the timeline? And why is Mark Wahlberg so in love with like saving optimus and what is happening in this movie <laughs> and so so there's like like king arthur and the knights of cybertron like and 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 i'm and I, and it just it feels like this movie is like a background poster in like a simpsons episode for like like transformers 37 you know like in like one of the future episodes <laughs> but oh yeah no it's literally this was this is literally the one that's from Thirty Rock, which was a poster when she was afraid she was going to lose her job as a writer. There was the poster that says Transformers Six Battle the Battle of Earth, written by no one, <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally what it is. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so so it's so, exactly the thing that I thought of like this this movie. Is it like we're living in a reality where the background gag becomes a reality? Yes. Like, yes. I'm pretty sure I posted that photo as a response to somebody posting the trailer. 
Oh God. <laughs> it's so. <laughs> yeah, it's no, that's literally, yeah, it's, it's great. We're, we're living. We are definitely living in a, in a cartoonish parody of the world right now. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is some kind of, like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow in like a vat and realize it's been the matrix the whole time. And that like, 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 you know, the robots just got the simulation wrong and, you know, cause they were actually, you know, they, all of their information was some, from some like sitcom writer's head instead of. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Lots of people are hoping to wake up in a vat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> as odd as that phrase out of context. I mean, some people sounds. like just daily hope to wake up in a vat and some people wake up in a vat just anyway. So somebody's like, I got my own sleep vat at home. Thank you. I don't need the matrix. I've been living in a sleep vat for years. I recommend sleep vats. Sleep vats is the only way to go. Yeah. You know, really helps with your lower back. You wake up so refreshed in the morning. Yeah. But you do have to watch out for all the tubes. You can't get, you can't get vat goo in the tubes. Because <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> so, yeah, like that movie is ridiculous. I can't, I can't, I don't, I, I, there's part of me that feels like there has to have been some kind of continuity with all these Wahlberg movies, right? There's but, only been one. What? I thought there were, no, there's been two with him in it. Because we're on six, right? So one, one, two, and three were all Shia LaBeouf. Four was the first Marky Mark one. There was a Maybe fifth, this five. There was a fifth one in there somewhere, and I can't remember what that one was. I don't think there was a fifth one. There wasn't there though. Okay, so there's the okay, so there's the one with the with the terrible Dinobots, and then this is the next one. Yeah, but there was one before the Dinobots one. That was the only one that Mark Wahlberg was in. That was the first one he was in. Oh jeez. He just invented like another Transformers. Did to, I? To, yes, you did that because of the cognitive dissonance you have <laughs> with trying to realize that this is the direct sequel to the last one. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen either. I haven't seen the last three or four. Right. Well, so we saw the last one because it came on for free somewhere. Uh huh. And it does not set up this movie in any way. Sure. Sure. Uh, okay. Yeah. Other I, than to say there are spaceships, which we already knew. Yeah. Um, but I think the the one thing I say is this one this movie has Unicron in it probably. It seems like it would have to. Yeah, it definitely has Unicron is like the bad guy. So I don't know. Yeah, but he's not going to be voiced by Orson Welles because <laughs> he's because he's dead. And has they have they ever introduced Galvatr- Galvatron? No, but that may be another guy in this movie too. Yeah, because. Because I think they actually, for real, really for real, killed him in the last episode, in the last movie. Oh, they killed Megatron. I think so. Oh. So yeah, I, I thought but they, they wait, but they had to kill him to make Galvatron. Yeah, well, Unicron has to absorb Megatron to create Galvatron. Yeah, ho- however that nonsense works. It was all in the original movie. Yeah, it was, <laughs> but it seemed more like a transformation, haha, than it was like an absorption, and then like excretion well i i yeah i mean in as much as a giant robot planet can absorb and secrete something they just were floating in space and then got consumed in light and then were changing into different robots like yeah that that wasn't like 
yeah, that that's what happened. <laughs> like I can't. But that was I, like that movie, like the original Transformers movie was just people. We need to sell new toys. Let's kill every character uh-huh. and introduce a bunch of new ones. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how you introduce a character that's like Rodimus Prime, who is like Hot Rod, who was a sports car that was then transformed or upgraded into like a camper. Like, a, yeah, like a Winnebago. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not an upgrade. Well, if you consider that a semi truck is like the ultimate Autobot, then going, getting halfway there to Winnebago is kind of an upgrade. It's just, it's just such a lame, it's just such a lame thing. And I guess they just, you know, they wanted to keep up with the same, like, well, he's a robot, but he's also got this, like, weird mobile weapons platform thing that he can do, mm-hmm. which is one of the things that, reasons that Optimus is cool, because that's what his uh, right. trailer does. Also, he's but... got that parasite roller that lives inside of him. What? I don't remember that. Roller, that's a little car that comes out. Ooh. Oh, of the... Oh, right. of the the trailer. trailer. You mean Optimus? Okay, yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was imagining some kind of like tiny, like bug bot thing that has like been living inside of Hot Rod this whole time. No, that would be in the Bay movie thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, those movies are something else, something crazy, and I don't know uh, what's going on. It's boggles my mind. Well, it's interesting. It's it's kind of like uh, the the Bay movies are kind of like the uh, what's what's the uh, the Ghost in the Shell movie, where they vaguely touch on storylines from the cartoon or comics or whatever, like in the movie. But then it's like so bastardized and horrible that it doesn't make any sense anymore. Oh, did you see that movie? Not yet. Oh. But that's I, that's what I'm aware is what happened to that show to to that movie is they didn't because there's like so many different versions of Ghost in the Shell there's like standalone complex the original movie and then I think some other crap like manga or something uh-huh. and they were like let's just pull a little bit of everything in there so that we have a story that's just kind of like this hodgepodge of garbage. Oh, okay, <laughs> sure. I, I mean, I I watched the original movie in junior high and I was just kind of like. Well, whatever, I guess. I watched the original movie, and that was okay. There was, like, enough, like, action and stuff, because they had to pack it in 90 minutes or whatever, that it was that it was fine. And then, like, Standalone Complex came out, and they were playing that on, on Toonami or whatever. And I, I started to watch that. I was like, oh, my God. This is so horrible. It's so boring. <laughs> this is the worst. It's, like, 30 minutes of just people talking but they're fucking talking in their heads. So there's like two frames. It's like frame of this guy talking, not moving because he's thinking in his head and a frame of this chick sitting there, not moving because she's talking in her head. I'm like, oh my God, they like used two pictures and just narrated for an hour to like make this episode. I want to die. So you don't care for the like weird philosophical melodrama of anime. I just want to see something happen. Yeah. Like, it's it, kind of like my our our the, the Gundam, our, like, like Gundam wing. We hate Gundam, yes. Yeah. I'm not, well, but that was way worse. Gundam was way worse because it was like I'm gonna be a whiny bitch for 20 minutes, and yeah. like you see all this cool stuff happening in the background that you can't that you don't get to see. <laughs> right. The people whining are whining as they're sitting in giant 
giant robots with like death you know machines that they can like, yeah i'm in this cool awesome robot i'm like every child's dream and i'm just gonna stand here and like complain and stuff it's yeah. like save that shit for star trek this is like you if you want to do all that kind of nonsense and like be all diplomatic and whatever the crap be a star trek don't be in a giant robot that's meant to like be doing some crazy robot action it, it's was it was one of those things where they show they have this like crazy intro full of like action packed action and then the actual show is talking about how they don't even want to do any of that so boring like everybody involved in that that you know give children giant robots plan was like so against everything they were actually supposed to be doing like oh man is there it seems like a real bad idea to just like kill everybody even though that's what i'm supposed to be doing right now (laughs) when did i enroll in this program yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um, like learn to pace out your philosophy anime, like seriously. Or just like talk, you know, while cool stuff's happening. You could do that too. Like that's what a lot of the Japanese video games do. <laughs> Not the ones I play. The ones I play are pretty much just pretty pretty dress up while i get you ready to run the nightclub ah <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> that's that's what i'm on now oh my gosh i got the nightclub management in the yakuza it is so great uh-huh did you get the who who do you have in your hostess club who are your who are your hostesses well i only have one platinum hostess right now uh-huh but i got i got the like angry old lady in like uh-huh. the in like the tiger shirt and she's like one of the best ones. It's great. Uh, and um, what else do I have? I have a mom. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask if you just had the mom. Yes. Who like, I, uh, the way it was explained to me was like, you do a side quest for her or something. And then she's like, oh, thanks for helping me out. I'm a hostess well, now. You actually do side quests for her kid. Oh, yeah. Because she wants all these like toys that are in the prize catchers. Mm-hmm. And so you go catch all the prizes for her. And then the, the kid gets kidnapped. The kid gets kidnapped because the mom owes a debt or something. And so the, like, because they want to just cash in on her debt instead of let her pay it off. Like, these guys decide they're going to sell her and her child, like, to people on the black market or something. And so you have to beat those guys up. And then... Apparently, the one time you beat them up is enough for them to leave her alone forever, because that's how that works. And <laughs> well, you're part of the Yakuza. <laughs> no, you're not. Oh, yeah. None, you of, these, none of these guys are part of the Yakuza. Um, so, yeah. So you do that, and then, like, oh, fine. We'll leave her alone forever now, because of the one time we got beat up. And uh, so she's like, thank you. And then, apparently, she's still repaying the loan. It was it, So it wasn't like, it's like, she still owes them money, but now they, they just won't sell her into slavery. <laughs> But it's like, I thought it was like, when I beat those guys up, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? You're still paying those assholes? I need to go beat them up again because this is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So she gets a job as a hostess for you. <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. 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 I do want to play that game, but I do have like Zelda on deck as far <laughs> as far as things, because I did end up getting a switch. That's next in your and queue. So. Yeah, it's going to be Zelda and 
that's probably going to be it for like a really long time is Zelda because there's a ton of stuff to do. I yeah, hear. and see, the thing is, I don't want to hear you even talk about it because I want to play it. And I, yeah. I, I have not read or seen anything about it. I kind of just want to play it. Mm. So, yeah, you're going to have to shut your damn mouth. Mm. Well, you- I can't even say anything like, no. because I haven't even played it yet. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can put up with you like giving stuff away for me. Um, I'm just going to wait for you to finish, and then I assume you'll just give me your Switch because you're never going to play another game for you. <laughs> just... uh, or at the very least, let me borrow it. I, I doubt there's any other game that you want for, for it. Not at the moment. Like, m- maybe Mario when that comes out. I'll have to see what that's like, and then yeah. I don't know what else after that. Um, yeah, we'll see. I might I might get a Switch because... I haven't had a Nintendo handheld in a very long time either. and They are going to make a Fire Emblem game for this. Yeah. And I've never played that, but I heard it's an RPG. It's like a tactics. Oh, never mind. You might love that. Yeah, I never played the Fire Emblem stuff. I played all the tactics things. I've never, I've never done it. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know enough about those things, but... All I know of them is the stuff in Smash Brothers, and that's like nothing about how the actual game plays. No, <laughs> so <laughs> I, I that's all, I, that's everything that I know about. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Um, Snake, Metal Gear. Yeah, that's what I know about Metal Gear too. Is no, you watched me play Metal Gear. I guess, yeah, yeah. I just I can't play it though. You can't play Metal Gear. No, it's way too much shooting with a gun. I just not if you're doing it right. I guess, but there are boss battle battles. There are boss That's battles. That's the problem. If if you could stealth your way through boss battles, then I would I would do it. Well, Metal Gear 3 and kind of 5 might be up your alley. Yeah, but then there's like so much story and like characters you have to know and I'm just like Okay, oh. then Metal Gear 5. <laughs> You've got a PS4 now, you could play that. Because there's no is it a totally new story and I don't have to know all the other nonsense it is it is very self-contained because it takes place before all of the other metal gear solid games uh-huh, but there's going to be stuff that's like this reference is something that's going to happen and now you don't get it yeah but it's it, gonna be like watching an episode of friends in the middle which is why i hate all episodes of friends well but the difference is like the gameplay stands on its own uh-huh. and the story is uh, just a bananas anime stuff anyway. Is like, this the one where you parachute cows into your into your secret underground base? Uh, goats. Okay. And yes. And bears. Fine. I might play it because I can parachute bears into my house. And you can jump into a box and slide down a hill and knock people out. <laughs> Do you have a name for that maneuver? I, I, I don't remember what they... I, don't, I think there's like... Do they call it sled boxing? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yes. Or yeah, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> it's a great game. It's a great video game. All right. So and and honestly, this the story stuff is so like, um, I mean, it's definitely there, but like so much of that game is not about the story. It's about like doing missions and and like throwing people around or like blowing people up or like Yakuza. Yeah. Except I guess blowing people up instead of challenging them to dance battles. Uh, yeah. 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 
And yeah, instead of like having karaoke duels, it's having to like actually like stabbing people. It's stabbing people. Gotcha. I need you to to finish all those karaoke game uh, levels for me, though, because I'm really not good at that. (laughs) I thought I got you the thing you needed for that. No, but there's like five songs. Oh, you got to do it for all of them, not just one. And then the dance battles. I think I've got two more. That I've got to get through. Well, I don't know how to help you there. No, no, it's three. Well, there's like, because there's like the Tokyo and the, what's the other, Osaka towns. Uh-huh. And like, I have like the top guy in the Osaka town that I still got to beat. And I've beaten the first, or the top guy in Tokyo. Then I've got the first guy in in uh, Osaka. I just beat him. I, I was just very lucky because I didn't even, I had never even done that song that I, that I had to do next, but I think they, the first guy is always kind of crappy, but it's like the third one. I know the third one is just going to be awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, but I mean, I totally make that trade. You get really good at the dancing and the karaoke and do those for me. And then I'll come over and I'll play all of the drunk darts for you. Cause I got really good at that and the bowling. Well, I don't even know how bad those are. So, but also it's probably going to be a while before I yeah. start playing Yakuza. Did you get my, you need to get our niece over play those racing games for me though because i am not good at those either um <laughs> uh, yeah so i oh yeah but yeah i i did finish up horizon though i, f- I finished mm-hmm. that game was it satisfying uh the most satisfying things about that game are not the quests or the story the story is pretty rudimentary sci-fi <laughs> stuff Mm-hmm. except it's tinged with like like kind of what's the word I'm looking for just like kind of vaguely sexist jabs towards men <laughs> because of just like how they how they position some of like the main characters in that and like the choices they make and like their dialogue and like how they punctuate stuff like there's a point where one character is just, or one character asks another character, like, you know, I know you don't have a child, but like, how would you, you know, like, what would you wish for their, your child's future or something like that? And the the character says, like, well, uh, what I would say to her, and like, just punctuates her, like, well, it definitely wouldn't be a male child. And I'm just like, my gosh, like, what is wrong with you? And that's kind of like how a lot of that is, is like. Uh, there's sort of like setting up stuff like, well, men ruin this, and and so like it's up to women to like save the day, and like there's a bunch of there's a few side quests where it's just like, well, the reason like this is a bad thing is because a man was in charge, and now the woman. <laughs> it's like there's a really like it's like an overtly sexist male like role uh like leader in one of these like uh like a like a, a camp or like a hunting lodge kind of thing, and so like. It's just, it's just, it's like kind of, it feels like a joke, but it's like the writers seem to be taking it real seriously. And so like, there's two female characters who are just like, yeah, this guy's a major dick, you know, like he hates women and, (laughs) and it's like, what the heck? (laughs) Little, little too much. It's like, it just feels kind of like on the nose preachy about like, like what they're trying to tell you. And it's, Mm -hmm. and it like... But that's a problem I had with a lot of the writing in that game is that 
like for as much as I really liked the aesthetics, like the architecture, the clothing, the uh, kind of setup of what the different cultures like beliefs and uh, like because there's like three main four main tribes in this world. That's like this post post apocalypse world where there's like, you know, uh, humanity's rebuilding. And so there's like f- these four different factions and they all have like very distinct like religious uh, beliefs about that also like integrate the existence of the machines. And they each like have different ceremonies and rites and things that they go through and like how they interact with the machines and things are, are different between the, the tribes. And all of that kind of like world building stuff is pretty well done. And like they all dress differently. They all like each city or like tribal hub area, like as you transition from one place to another, like looks different and their architecture is different and it's real cool. But the way every NPC you interact with is written is the same kind of like jingoistic about their particular tribe. And like there's no nuance in like how anybody talks about the other tribes. Like everybody is exactly the same, like specifically hateful about the other tribe in the exact same way. Right. Mm -hmm. Like like they all like one tribe hates the Nora because they're a bunch of like backwards savages who like are very like sheltered and but i mean that's kind of like real life right like people was like oh well asians are good at math and drive bad and you real humans have more diversity <laughs> in their thought than that that's my problem okay like if you actually have a conversation with like if you have a conversation with a group of people you know like uh, like then that group of people is going to band together behind a, a set of things but if you have a conversation with an individual that individual will have like nuanced opinions about how different people operate. Yeah. Uh, but like everybody's sort of inhabited by the same group think. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's been like, who knows how many hundreds of years. Uh, and like everything, like each tribe feels very homogenous in itself. Right. Mm-hmm. I guess that's, that's the kind of problem I have with that, with, with that, that kind of writing is that like you meet these NPCs to do quests for them. And like the, like the, the, the only example of like inter intertribal like interaction interaction is like, or like acceptance of how the other tribe acts is like a very like stilted Romeo and Juliet scenario, you know, where it's like, you know, <laughs> you know? Like, it's like, oh, two people from these different tribes, and actually, they were one tribe. It was just, like, a subsect of the same tribe. So it's not even that bit far off. And I'm like, ugh, like, you're you're just doing this, huh? You're just doing this, like, lame, like, tired trope of, like, a boy and a girl from different, different tribes, and, like, their parents are going to hate it, so they've got a secret love that they have to carry uh-huh. out. See, they should, they should totally flip that on its head, and it's, like, two families from other tribes... That that don't like each other are forcing two kids to marry, like they're arranging their marriage uh-huh. to create unity, and the kids hate each other. Yeah, like that would be great as like just to reverse it. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so yeah, but the, the the gameplay, the actual gameplay, and and like the running around and fighting giant robots and everything, that's fun. That's a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But 
the writing's kind of blah and the quest is the quests are pretty straightforward and the ending is kind of like all right and the final boss is real lame because it's not nearly as like interesting or well done as any of the other like randomly roaming roaming giant monsters right mm. so okay but i will say like you should definitely keep playing it like or go go and like play it that yeah i haven't have i haven't it. played it yet because i've got it it's in my queue yeah but i gotta get the yakuza first um i did play a little bit on my computer because i had a couple nights where i couldn't play my in my living room because we had somebody staying over so i I started up Knights of the Old Republic 2 because that was one of the that was one of the computer games I got recently. I wanted to play through that again. And uh did you get to any of the stuff that the mod restored? I don't think so. It's I started playing it and I realized it's a freaking long game. Yeah. You know, cuz like I'm still running around in like the mining facility where you wake up out of the pod or whatever. I haven't gotten out of that yet. Oh, speaking of Kotor, like keep going. I'm going to look up a story. Okay. But I realize, like, so I, I know there's definitely some stuff that they added that made, like, this game a lot better. Like, the end boss, you can actually play different character archetypes and still beat it. Um, but, like, the the first world you go to sucks. It's, it sucks so much in comparison to the other one. Because, like, in... The first Knights of the Republic, you, you land on, I can't remember what it's called, Taurus or something like that. The uh, Oh, the, the city planet? Yeah you, yeah, you start on that planet, and there's like stores you can go shop at, and NPCs to talk to, and things to do, and like all these little side quests you can go run around and do. Yeah, and, and get, they had all and, the like, like the swoop gang and yeah, stuff. Yeah, the swoop, the swoop racing, all that stuff. Like, you can do all of that, like... There's all of that, like, you get into it right away. Um, but this one, it's like you're in a completely deserted, because everyone's been killed, mining facility. So literally all you're doing is walking around, getting into fights. And it's, like, way more boring by comparison. It's like, it totally sucks. Um, so I've got to get out of this, like, desolate, sucky wasteland to get to the rest of the game because the opening is so much crappier than the, the first game. And I guess I can understand why I can kind of understand why they did it this way, because the first game, there's all these side quests and extra things you can do. And then as soon as you leave that planet, they blow it up and you can never go back there and do that stuff again. So maybe they did this the way they did so that you can go back and so that you can't, like feel like you miss anything but if that's the reasoning i don't like it but also i'm making a fucking blasting character blaster character this time because that was what i did like the first time i played knights of the old republic was i made a character that was like a uh you know like a rogue type character and it's like they got all these blaster stats for you you know abilities and stuff you can get Oh yeah, all so the I feats like, and everything. Yeah, I was like totally focused on blaster. Like I got all of the attack feats and I got like all of the like blaster like improvement feats and I was awesome at it. And then they're like, "Oh yeah, also you're a Jedi now. Here's a lightsaber." And I was like, "Fuck your lightsaber." And I threw it in the trash and I just stuck with blaster. 
I was great. The whole rest of the game, just blasting people with my blaster. It's fine. Oh. Throw up against the Jedi, whatever. Freeze you, blast you. And then you get to the end boss. And it's like, no, blaster, you will never hit. You have 0% chance of hitting this guy ever with the blaster. Well, we've gone over that final boss several times. Yeah, but yeah, final boss, so terrible. But then like the new game, they have all these feats. And one of them is shoot through lightsaber deflection. So I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm going back to blaster. That's yeah. what's happening here. That lightsaber goes back into the trash. So the thing I was looking up was there was some rumors going around recently, like within the week, that Bioware Austin was working on a KOTOR game. Mm-hmm. Like, a real one. Not the stupid MMO thing that they've been doing. <laughs> what, like, a real KOTOR. Uh-huh. And it seems like they were, but they're kind of, like, downplaying the rumor now. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of hoping that they still are. I can yeah. secretly hope that they're actually making a new KOTOR. That would, that would be cool. Um, are, are they're, they're, the, they're not making the Mass Effects anywhere, right? That's a different, is that a different group? That was, No, that's Bioware Canada, the Canadian Bioware. Okay. Yeah. I, so it's just the same company. It's not the same studios that made both of those? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, like they had... They, yeah, there were, there were two different studios. So there's like the studio that was making... Like the Dragon Age and the Mass Effect stuff, and there's a studio that that made there's Austin that made the Old Republic, and I don't remember if they made the Kotor games as well, but yeah, yeah. So like the people responsible for Mass Effect Andromeda and yeah. that that pile of okay, because it seemed like the people that made at the very least it seemed like the same engine that like Dragon Age and Knights of the Republic used the same thing because it was like. Almost identical, like, stat system and the way that, like, gameplay carried out. Oh, like the original one? Yeah. Oh, like, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't remember. Like, uh, Mass but... Effect, of those three, Mass Effect was the one that feels like the outlier. Because it's, like, well, guns that you gotta kind of aim and shit. Well, yeah, I mean, Mass Effect was in Unreal. Yeah. Where but the, the, other, the other and... two feel like they were so similar. I don't know. But... Yeah, well, and they were, yeah, because they, they were all, they were turn-based party uh yeah but they have that kind of like they both have that kind of like same like real time look feeling turn-based stuff yeah like there was a there was a priority and a queue <clears throat> like a turn queue system uh but um but yeah it, it looked like fluid combat yeah yeah which i really like like i don't know if i can play like old rpgs that are like purely turn-based anymore because I like how that kind of more real-time feel is. Yeah. Yeah, I was really surprised the first time I played KOTOR because it felt like your characters were actually, like, maintaining combat even though they, they technically they were all taking discrete moves and everything. Yeah. But yeah, all everything about, like, the coordinated animations between lightsaber stuff like felt really cool. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's like, I like that or the, you know, the kingdom hearts, dragon age, I've got other characters, but they kind of play with me as I do, you know, real time stuff. Like I like, like those, those are both my sort of preferred form of like how RPGs should, should work now. Oh, well then maybe you'll like final fantasy 15. I am sure I will like final fantasy 15. Yeah. Cause it's very much a like, I've got two buddies, but they kind of do things. And... Yeah, like, 
or three buddies. I mean, I I I I loved Final Fantasy twelve because I could like that. It, it worked kind of the same way, but I could go program them to make them smarter than they would would be otherwise. You know. Yeah, I guess that's the one thing about fifteen is you can't make them smarter. Yeah, and I mean, I can probably get over that because it was fine with Kingdom Hearts, but I don't know how much more you have to depend on your other guys in 15 versus that one um not so much well then it's like, probably fine there's there's some things there the the things that i think are most most strategic is like your like technique meter stuff and all of that is in uh, initiated by you anyway well, but like dragon age was great you know like you had running around with um the other characters and you could kind of choose a style for them. I can't even remember exactly. You basically said, here's the abilities that you've got available, right? Which are we talking about origins? Uh, not dragon age. I'm sorry. Well, dragon age. Yeah. Dragon age. You could program and do turn-based control. Uh-huh. So that was kind of like almost the best of both worlds. Cause you could do everything that way. Yeah. So you could either just run around in sort of semi real time, but if they fucked up, you could cause, I mean, you could, you could take control of the guys in Final Fantasy XII, too, in kind of yeah. the same way. But no, no, no. I'm talking uh, Dragon's Dogma. That's Oh, Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon's Dogma was great. Yeah. Too. But, yeah, that one, because you could just set, um, like, you could set their class, and then you could set my uh, some, some of their general sp- like behavior. Say, here's, here's the spells you have access to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you wanted a guy to be a healer, you'd just say, okay, you have the heal spell. Yeah. Know. Oh, uh, speaking of Dragon's Dogma, I did read the other day that it looks like Capcom's seriously considering bringing Dragon's Dogma online over here, like to the States, mm-hmm. so then we could, we could play co-op Dragon's Dogma. All right. Can we play that on the computer? Because I don't want to have to get a stupid PlayStation Plus account. Yeah, it would be, it would be, yeah, it's available for computer. Okay. Yes. So that would be really cool. But uh, we'll, we'll is that see. an MMO or is that just an online a game with an online element? Uh, it's an MMO. Okay. I don't know how that works exactly, but it could be cool, especially if they keep all the climbing on stabbing stuff. Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Like MMOs tend to be like so, they are still crap as far. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and and not that they're like not you know can't be good games. But they're crap for, like, if you want a fun, like, action combat type game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you want a... If, if, you're, if, if you you're, want, an like, action at the pace and style of a Dragon's Dogma, like, most MMOs can't supply that. Right. Like, like was it Vindictus or Invictus or some nonsense? Vin- Vindictus. Vindictus? That was the... Yes. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, I don't know where that conversation stopped, but my SD card filled up, and now let's pick up in a totally random conversation. Yeah. Okay. So, um... so I'm super. I'm super excited about the nightclub management. Okay, got, we're back I on that, that, huh? Yes, because you don't understand. You have to like dress up the girls. 
No, I know. You, like buy them dresses and watches and crap. Wait, okay, so I okay. So before we get onto that, I have to ask, where did you get to in the real estate stuff? Oh, I beat everything. Okay. As soon as I unlocked it, that was the only thing I did. So you got the chicken. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was fantastic. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's why I said I'm really good at bowling. Like oh, yeah. when when they said like you win a turkey if you if you get a turkey, uh-huh. I went and immediately got did it. It was like three strikes in a row as soon as they said it. I was like, oh yeah, there we go. I'm getting that chick turkey. <laughs> and then it was like, no, it's a chicken. And then it was a manager of my my freaking thing. I was like, yes, <laughs> my chicken. And he's like one of the best managers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, How does this chicken have better financial savvy, savvy than like eight humans? Yeah. I thought you would love that. I also love that fake Michael Jackson is the best advisor. (laughs) Yeah, that game's wonderful. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, The random topic I was going to jump to, though, was uh, the news that Deadpool 2 has got an actor picked for Cable now. Is it the guy from Avatar? No. Oh, wow. No, it's not that guy. And I'm glad because I hate that guy. Okay. Uh, but it, no, it's Josh Brolin. Which, what is he? Well, he's the guy from Goonies. Which one? The older brother. But more recently, he's been in things like, I think he was in Sin City. He was in uh, No Country for Old Men. Okay, you guys show me a picture of him. He looks a lot like his younger self. But, uh, all right, let me pull up a picture of Josh. Brolin, yeah, his first first autocomplete, and let us do images, and there we go. There's Josh Brolin, that guy. Uh, what do you mean? Uh, I uh, I don't see it. You know who I was. You thinking? don't see that he's Cable because yeah. I think with enough makeup you can make him look like Cable. I guess I was. You know who I was thinking might might be a Cable also. Ron Perlman. Yes. See, I just I just had to think it, and you knew. Well, I it, a lot of people were saying Ron Perlman okay. before. Well, I didn't even hear anybody. I just thought of that right now. Oh. It's well, obviously yeah. it should have been him. Because I saw that guy, I'm like, uh Well, okay, look, I don't know. But at least they've got somebody. And also that confirms that Cable's going to be in Deadpool 2, mm-hmm. even though they said it at the end of something. And they've basically at the end of just, Deadpool at 1? At the end of Deadpool 1, and they've all... They've, just been like throwing it out there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, thought I mean, it was cool. to be fair, I would have never thought what's his face would have made a good Deadpool either, but Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I just don't see him as like a superhero type anyway, even though he was a different superhero already. And maybe that was part of it too. Well, casting him as a green lantern was a, was wrong. Uh, it was just wrong because it didn't make any sense. It's not yeah. Green Lantern is not like well, at least the uh, uh, Hal Jordan Green Lantern is not like some smarmy, wisecracking smartass. Like, mm-hmm. but that's what Deadpool is, <laughs> you know. So, like for Deadpool, it made total sense because Deadpool's not like your. Are they? So, and I also like. They're going to have a Green Lantern in the Justice League movie, right? No. No? No. They're going to have... What What do you mean? Yeah, well, I don't... Look. Don't don't look like DC has any idea what they're doing. 
Like Warner Brothers has like shit the bed on every DC thing they've done for like being so bad at it. They're doing it so bad. Yeah, they've got like a clear model to follow, and they can't even like if they would just do that. Like people that like those characters would go do it. If they would just do what Marvel does as DC, like people would still go do it. It would still make money. But it said they like it's like they're trying on purpose to make it not as good. Well, it's yeah, it's because like. I don't think anybody's talking to anybody else in that studio and like various people are like throwing their weight around for like having decisions that they want made or something like it's just it's a lot of like it it reminds me of all of the like uh, early Justice League and animated series stuff where like one division doesn't know what the other division is doing. And so they're all making bad decisions that hurt each other. And like so like, you know, whenever. okay, so there was a really good Justice League cartoon. Right. And and if they just looked at like if they had just like made that movie, like made that a movie in real like live action, like it would have been fine. Right. But they can't even do that. They can't even look at like what Bruce Tim does with the cartoon stuff and go like, oh, yeah, a lot of people like what he does. And then like they can't even like like. But yes, I mean, they make terrible decisions, obviously. I mean, like they canceled Teen Titans, which a lot of people really liked. For, like, no reason. It didn't make any sense. Like, it was doing well, and they just decided to cancel it. And Well, yeah, and they canceled Young Justice because they didn't sell enough toys. Like, that's pretty much the reason, is, like, their merchandise division for these cartoons isn't doing well enough, so they canceled these things. Yeah. And, like, the reason... Maybe the toys suck. Like, well, it's just that... It's that they're, you know, they've got so many different, like... Also, the people that, like, watch and like Young Justice are not the people that, like, buy toys. Well, I wouldn't say that. But, you know what I mean, though. Like, there's... I'm not gonna... I I like those shows, and I'm definitely not gonna go out and buy, like, friggin' toys. Yeah. Right? Like, like... Sure. That's, like, it's, I, it's, I'm also in that camp, like, Young I'm Justice, not... Young Justice is more like a teenager kind of thing, and unless you're, like... A collector geek, you're not out buying toys. Like, that's not a show for children. Like, Justice League wasn't really a children's cartoon show. Yeah. It was a good show that adults like. Well, and I think it shows, like, how tone deaf they were to who was watching those shows. Because the first time they tried to sell, like, the Justice League, uh, like, on DVD was as, like, a, a dumb, like, best of like one-off DVD where they were like, here's five random episodes because they think, oh, this is going to be, you know, we can sell them in little packs like this because that's like babysitting material, right? Uh And it's like, no, the people who really like Justice League want a full box set season that they can like, you know, binge through and also like have a bunch of collector's edition stuff in there. Yeah, also how are you going to like, like... The, one of the things that made Justice League great compared to other cartoons was it had like an overall story arc that lasted an entire season at a time. Yeah. And so, it's like you're going to take five random episodes out of it. Like, wh- who wants that? So, I mean, that's what I'm saying, though, is like that's how dumb Warner is about like managing their cart- their comic book, their DC property stuff. Is like, you know, they're the kinds of people who are just like, oh, well, we can't have, you know, we can't have Batman villains inside of the Justice League cartoon because we're making Batman movies, and then that's just going to confuse people. Or, like, 
remade a Green Lantern movie and a Green Lantern cartoon. So now we've got three different kinds of toys on the shelf. And now, you know, we've we don't know like who's buying what. And so that's the only way we can judge quality in our products is how many, you know, how much merchandise for any given thing gets sold. Uh, so terrible. So, yeah, like they're just bad at having ideas and doing things like all the way around. They're, it's bad decisions. Yes. So terrible, terrible execution. So, I mean, that's why they're like their their TV stuff and their movie stuff are completely disjointed. You know, that's why they've got like two different actors, you know, one on TV and one in the movies playing Barry Allen. Yeah. Because they don't know what they're doing. You know, I am excited about uh, I'm excited about the Wonder Woman movie, though. And it's Barry Allen, not a Wally West. I thought I thought it was Wally West in the movies. I don't think so. Nothing even matters. Nobody really knows a fucking difference anyway. Well, people who care about <laughs> the difference. <laughs> it's all the same. That's, see, that's just another problem with DC's, like, whole thing anyways. Like, they've got way too many Flashes and way too many Green Lanterns. What? They only have four different Flashes and three Green Lanterns. Yeah, that's... Five Green Lanterns. More Actually, than one like, is too many! They've got a whole Lantern Corps, so really it's, like, Lantern of Squadron, I mean, whatever, four, one, I mean, when they did nine, two... Like when they did a second Batman, I was like, fuck you! You go die in your fucking hole! Wait, what? What do you mean a second Batman? Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, well, that was, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, that's how I feel about all the good Green Lantern. But most of the thing I didn't like about Batman Beyond was it's like, like, edgy teen action. There are so many things probably. Look at him, this Beyond. wailing guitar. Batman, the first Batman was cool because it was a guy with no powers who was just awesome. And the people that he fought typically didn't really have fancy powers. They might have cool equipment. And like, they yeah. were just awesome. And it was more about, like, that. Like, Yeah, the craziest, like, m- like monster <laughs> villain things he fought was, like, Killer Croc, Solomon Grundy, And Bane. Clayface. Oh, and Clayface. Yeah, Clayface is the closest to a super superhuman that he... Well, he Solomon remembers. Grundy, too. Yeah, that was... I always felt that... That guy was really more a Superman villain, though. Most of the time. Well, I think he was actually initially an original Green Lantern. Like, the wood Green Lantern one. The one whose weakness is wood. <laughs> yes, just, it's, don't even get me started. Um, the freaking crazy Green Lantern nonsense. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and then it's like, Batman Beyond, it's like, everybody that he has to fight now is like this crazy, like, weird, super Well, I mean, like, yeah, like, the monster. first thing he runs into is like, weird radioactive monster. Yeah, and, and it's like, yeah. What? what are you doing here? This is not Batman. Like, it's like, and it he totally has to rely on his super suit to do anything. Well, his super suit and Batman telling him what to do. Like, but I mean, and he's just like, like I'm a well, voice controlled robot could be freaking Batman. Well, a voice controlled robot was Batman a lot of the time. Yeah, like because <laughs> like there were some times where like Terry the Terry. The teen who's in Batman's suit, like, wasn't even doing anything. Like, eventually, that guy, I think, like, you know, at the end of that run or whatever, like, started to actually come into his own and, like, be a decent Batman. I but, think. like, most of the time, I felt like he was just a host for a Batman suit or whatever. Yeah, it was like, it was like he was, he just happened to, well, and the whole reason he's in the Batman suit is because he broke, he was, like, breaking and entering and, like, and then Batman was like, Oh, I guess you're all right or something. And then like, let him wear the suit. But yeah, basically it's like, 
like Batman telling him what to do and then the suit doing everything for him. And like, yeah, it's that. And it's stupid. It's a dumb show. And even like the suit, like the suit design is just so lame looking. And it's like, like the tiny little winglets and everything. And it's like, that's not it. You know, for for a superhero that's based on like inspiring fear in his enemies, like how's a skin tight suit and like weird black face with a red <laughs> He's like I'm wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that just reminded me how good Mask of the Phantasm is. That's an amazing movie. I can't believe that's not on Blu ray. What is that? Mask of the Phantasm? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know what that is. That was I've, the feature-length movie they made of Batman the Animated Series. Uh, was that the one that was like the, the polar bears and Mr. Freeze and all that? No, that was uh, uh, Sub-Zero. Okay, that was a different Batman the Animated Series movie. Yeah, and I think that one was after the animation studio Switch mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And it's also not uh, World's Finest, which is the other, the Batman-Superman team-up movie. That was a way better Batman-Superman team-up movie than the Batman-Superman team-up movie they made recently. <laughs> right. Um, did you did you watch The Killing Joke? No, I didn't. Yeah. I heard a lot of bad reviews about it. Hmm. I wonder if it's just because it was depressing that's how it should be. No, the thing that I heard that was bad was like the first half is like filler that wasn't in the graphic novel. That oh. deals with a lot of like uh, Bruce Timm's fantasy of like uh, getting Batman and Batgirl to like get together for no reason, even uh-huh. though there was clearly a relationship between her and Dick. I don't really care but, about that. But yeah. yeah. So that's mostly what people were upset about was that like oh. the actual content of the the graphic novel that people did like that were like, Oh, this will be great. It was well, kind of like felt like it was being I, sidelined. I guess I, for me, for me just seeing it totally out of context as a movie, it was fine because it took another character out and it just, there's like a level of complication that kind of gets reduced when you don't have that like third character that you have to worry about. What third character? Robin. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the whole thing though. Like that wasn't a big part of that story. Oh, whatever. Like, most of the killing joke revolves around, like, uh, the, like, Barbara Gordon, uh, or Barbara and Jim Gordon and Batman relationship. And, like, how that gets crazy with between Batman and Joker. But, anyway, like, that was supposed to be the focus, not, like, anything about Batman and Barbara. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I I guess at some point I'll probably watch it. Um, is it on like Netflix or something? Uh, maybe it's on. I don't know where I saw it. I don't know if it was on Netflix. It might have been like an HBO Go thing. I don't remember exactly. Hmm. Yeah, it's on there streaming something somewhere. But oh, there is a good. Uh, 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 speaking of like Batman related movies, there is a. Um, Bruce Tim helmed movie coming out that's called Batman and Harley. Mm-hmm. So it's like a really long episode of the animated series. With that sounds that sounds like, like it might be good. featuring Harley Quinn. Yeah, and as bad as the DC stuff is, I am kind of excited about the Wonder Woman movie. I think it's got potential. I think I'm 
still going to be disappointed by it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but and again, they have so much to like. They just need to kind of make it like the first Captain America movie, and it'd be great. Yeah, I as mean, long literally, as it's like, she was like DC's Captain America. Yeah, she's like, like punching Nazis in the thirties. Yeah. So if it's mostly that, it can be a good movie. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I suppose. Yeah. Man, I wish I knew how much I actually got because, like, now I'm wondering, like, uh, am I just gonna have like half an hour's worth of like us talking, or am I gonna have like an hour and a half? <laughs> or I don't know. But. I don't know. I don't know. Either. But I feel like we should just call this pretty pretty yakuza because that's <laughs> pretty 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 yakuza. <laughs> that's what, that's the highlight of my week as yeah. far as like video games go was when I when I got to do pretty pretty dress up in a yakuza game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a it's it's a very it's a very good game. So that did make me think of pretty Pooty Pooty Prisoner, or whatever. Pooty Pooty Prisoner, yes, I just saw that guy. Fucking <laughs> okay, great! Like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you've gotten to, like, the Sea King stuff. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. That's yes. so good. <laughs> Pooty Pooty Prisoner is so good. Yes. Uh, yes, One Punch Man is a great show. I look forward to the uh, horrible live-action American movie. No, oh, God, that's <laughs> going to be awful. That's going to be... I can... Uh, so, yeah. it. That's going to be awful. It's uh-huh. going to be awful. Okay, but who are they going to cast as one I know, person? I was trying okay. to think of it. I was Sa- trying to think of who it was Saitama. Who are they going to do? Because it's got to be somebody that everybody is going to hate... Uh, oh my gosh! There's so many like there's so many bad decisions you can make right yeah, now. Yeah. Right? Oh my gosh! There's so many like ways that it could go terrible. Yeah. Uh, Jason Statham. <laughs> no, that would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Except he's too like he's already too he's like too... tough looking, right? Yeah, he's way too like he's like way too. He would be great for like one of the like cocky guys that like thinks they're an awesome superhero. Yeah, awesome hero that like fails completely. Like, like he one could of be pretty pretty ta- prisoner. That'd be fine. No, <laughs> he'd be like one of the one of like the tank top guys or something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh my gosh! Because it it has to be somebody who can make like who's like kind of can just make like a. A dopey face, right? Because that's oh, just like I got it. Okay. Oh, it's perfect. Uh, and it's like somebody that I'd like totally hate and be terrible. Um, the dude from Magic Mike, uh, uh, the main guy. Yeah, what's his name? The what's his name? He's got a really weird Channing. Yes, Tatum. Channing Tatum. Yes, perfect. So horrible of an no idea. That guy's Puri Puri prisoner. <laughs> yes and he would totally do it too i think given like some of the stuff he's done before yeah like did you see this is the end no oh you should 
You should watch that just to see like what Tan and Ch- Channing Tatum is in that. <laughs> Tanning Chatham. Tanning Chatham. Oh no, that's perfect. Uh, uh George Michael. A Michael Sarah. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Michael Sarah is One Punch Man. That's it. That's it. Perfect. Oh god. That's the that's, perfect casting. Yeah, because it's like everyone would hate it. <laughs> And it's like he has to be bald and he would look so weird. Yeah. Oh, it's so brilliant. Oh, god. Yes. oh god. We yeah, we just made the worst casting decision. Yeah. Cause I couldn't like what I really wanted was like whatever like today's equivalent of Freddie Prince Jr. is, but I can't even think of what that would be. I don't think I think it's still Freddie Prince Jr. Ugh. I don't think he's been dethroned. Ew. As being the kind of like like kind of always looking like he's on the verge of crying kind of guy. <laughs> You know? Yeah. What, what do you mean by... Uh, oh, okay. So what do you mean by today's Freddie Prince Jr.? <laughs> like, what, what are you trying to establish there? Like, somebody who's just really terrible and, like, you don't like you don't even understand how he, like, got into that career. Like, how did this guy become an actor, but also yeah. he's kind of a teen heartthrob? Oh, the guy from Twilight. Oh... <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Okay. That yes. guy. No, that guy has to be. Uh, the what's the guy? The uh, the guy who doesn't actually do anything, but he's got he's got the long bl- blue hair. Uh huh. Do you know who I'm talking about? I I do, but I don't even know his name because he only showed up like twice. Okay. Yeah. He's <laughs> uh, he's like, yeah. Okay. Okay. So the vampire would be that guy. Vampire. Werewolf that guy. is One Punch Man. Um. Okay. Man. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I'm still gonna stick with I'm still gonna stick with Michael Sarah on this one. <laughs> Go with Michael Sarah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's just so bad. And it's just Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Okay. Michael Sarah's one punch man mm-hmm. is is the worst idea. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> And Seth Rogen is the android. Oh, geez. As uh, <laughs> Genos? Yes. <laughs> God. No, who's the other fat guy who uh, does... Uh, the one from 21 Jump Street? Yes. I never saw that movie. Taylor Lautner. That's one of the Twilight people, I think. What? I think. I think you're just shouting names now. I don't know who that is. Isn't he one of the guys from Twilight? I don't know. No. <laughs> we're like the worst for choosing celebrities. Well, we're especially the worst for choosing like, like current teen, like relevant celebrities. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is like a stew. He's like, oh, what are the children like? Morgan Freeman. You know? <laughs> yes. Yes. That's. That's pretty much what I feel. Because I feel like they like Freddie Prince Jr. still, apparently. So. Oh, they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. He's, like, older than their dads. And yeah, probably. But he still walks down around Hollywood and is just like, I've still got it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what he does. He probably has, like, a like a wood shop or something nowadays. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he makes like tables and chairs or something. Uh-huh. You know, he's sitting on all of that fat, like, uh, 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 she's, she's, she's all, that all that money, money. or like all of the wing commander money. 
Oh, that fat wink. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Was he the one that was like, no, that was the guy from Friends. I was like, there was one. Like, no, he but he was in like some terrible baseball movie also, right? I bet. Like, but I think the one that I was thinking of was baseball with a chimpanzee. And I think that was the one that had the. <laughs> what? It was the one that had Joey from. Uh... Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. That was. Yeah. Joey. From Friends, who and Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc, yes. Yeah, and he like, was I'm, in a movie about baseball with a monkey. Yeah, chimpanzee. Yeah. Yeah. And he was also in that terrible Lost in Space movie. That how did they get Gary Oldman for that? Well, Gary Oldman will do anything. <laughs> but he also just nails it, right? Like he'll do anything and he's gonna just just like knock it out of the park. And it'll be like worst movie, but you'll be like, damn Gary Oldman. <laughs> You you voice acted that chimpanzee that played baseball so well. <laughs> I didn't know how an anthropomorphic head of lettuce would act as a supervillain, but you got it. <laughs> yes, we are definitely living in a weird cartoon world. Baby boss. I mean, come on. Oh, boss baby. Oh, it's boss baby. Yeah, yeah. whatever. It's still really. Yeah. Right, because I passed that cardboard standy in the theater and i thought <laughs> i thought admiral baby immediately uh, <laughs> and i'm like yeah like every joke that was on the simpsons is now a real movie at, at this right. point i'm waiting for nuts and gum to be like sold as a as a snack in the theaters uh, yeah it's it's a bad it's 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 an amazing time to be alive just because of all of this like surrealism that is now pop it's culture. It's definitely a great time to be a comedian. That's what I can definitely say. Well, but it seems kind of difficult because like the world's sort of just writing your jokes for you. Yeah. And all you have to do is like point at it and be like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> like all stand up nowadays is you all you, all you have to do is stand up nowadays and go in <laughs> you just stand go on stage and just be like, "Am I right?" And then you don't have to say anything. You just say, am I right? They're like, yes, everything is so that way right now. <laughs> you just start reading like news headlines and people are like, <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. And I'm sad right now. No, you just you don't even have to do that. You just have to like gesture like in a this fashion, just like gesture outward and be like, am I right, people? This is where we are right now. You're living this experience with me. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. And yeah, that's it. And they're like, yes, you you got it. You've related to me entirely. <laughs> oh. Okay, so um Are we gonna still do uh pretty pretty Yakuza? I don't know. Unless you get something better. I don't think I have anything better. I John Sight, uh, yeah, I don't know. Michael, Michael Saitama. My- <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I don't. Ugh. Okay, so we'll do that. We'll do that. Pretty, pretty Yakuza. And that'll be, that'll be that. And then, then I'll have to see if there's anything from the other tape. Jim, well, yeah, tape? Whatever. <laughs> Disc? Disket? Yeah. <laughs> Um, what do you call that thing? Uh, card? 
I guess. Tape, it's a tape. It's not a tape.